0: Kinsey Pax and Roland have found themselves uh, beholden to a murderous gang known as the dead man's gang. They don't want to be a part of this gang at all but uh, they also don't want to be looking over their shoulders for the rest of their lives if they you know screw this game over gang over or run away. So they've uh, been over the course of 10 episodes working their way through a plot to tear the dead man's gang apart. Um, uh, both within and without. Uh, so far, they have succeeded in killing one of the eight members of the Dead Man's Gang, uh, Miguel Reyes. Uh, they uh, He was very badly wounded by a marshal that they kind of set on him, and he barely got out alive. And uh, they managed to finish him off and make it seem like he just uh, succumbed to his wounds. Um they have arrived in the town of Lily Ridge, which is a town that appears to be effectively owned by a branch of the crime syndicate known as the Family. Uh, the Gatti family uh, seems to own this town. They uh, uh, they have it on uh, lockdown. The the people in the town they really love it. You know, crime is down, and and you know they get. Uh, a lot of money put back into the into the town, and everyone just loves the Gaatee family, and they're all willing to look the other way while the Gaatee family does, you know crime. Um, but the these three drifters uh, managed to find a hidden path into the Gaatee estate um, as they are currently tasked by the dead man's gang to uh, track down some weapons that the Gaatee family stole. From the Dead Man's Gang's Dead Man's Gang's usual supplier. Um, however, not to do anything half measured, uh, this gang or this group of drifters, uh, they made a deal with the Katie family. Um, they said they told the Gatee family where dead, the Dead Man's Gang was going to be entering from, and they uh, made a deal to basically provide the dead, the Getee family with information while also serving up members of the Dead Man's Gang on a silver platter for a Gatee family ambush in the tunnels below their grounds. Um, so we'll see how that pans out uh, in, in uh, presumably this episode. Um, the three of you just left the Getee family estate after striking a deal with Akeo Getee, Uh, and you have, uh, basically a little less than 24 hours before the estimated dead man gang reinforcements arrive to assist you with this heist. Uh, Cho Saxton, a member of the dead man's gang is, uh, waiting in the saloon in her room, uh, keeping a low profile while you operate in town. Uh, Is there anything else the three of you want to get into this day? You have basically most of this day ahead of you, and then um, uh, reinforcements could arrive anywhere from, you know, mid-morning to early afternoon uh, tomorrow. Anyone? (laughs)
1: Um, I don't think... I have anything that I'm doing in particular. I have all the weapons and stuff that I need. I think um, so. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm just around to aid if if need be.
0: Okay. Uh, so so Pax is uh, planning on taking it easy. No plots there. Uh, what about you, Roland? Uh,
2: I'm going to find, like, an alley, you know, a quarter mile or so from the Gatia estate, and just keep it together, and then throw up in said alley.
3: <laughs>
2: Fair enough. <laughs> um, and then when I'm done barfing, um, uh, Kinsey, you, m- you mentioned wanting to, like, set a trap.
3: <laughs> I th- thought it might be, uh, useful, you know, um. Just another added level to our, uh, you know, eventual betrayal of the of the dead man's gang. If we can make it easy on our, those who are going to murder them for us, uh, I might as well do that. So I think yeah. Kinsey's plan is to, to uh, we are leading them to the tunnels that that we decided the decided on.
2: Yeah, we um we decided we were going to take them to the one entrance that we had found. Um, sure. And then they'd they'd get killed there. So, um, if you wanna lay a trap, I can help, or you know, we can be lookouts or whatever. I'm not I'm not a trap person. I don't really <laughs> know I don't know how physical traps what's like the best way, I'm more of a verbal traps.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mental, mental traps, I suppose, sure. Well, uh, it's quite simple, I'll show you, know, and uh, Kinsey's going to <clears throat> I assume they know we're going to be around their traps and nobody's going to try and shoot us uh, for getting near the tunnels?
0: Uh, as far as you know, the tunnels aren't necessarily guarded, at least at the entrance. Sure. Uh, so
3: I'd say we go about midway down the tunnels and uh, as long as 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 long as we have an area for uh, our ambushes to kind of surpass the traps, as it were, uh, it should be fairly easy to set something there. I think... Uh, I think these jumping yucky scenes are burning a hole in my bag. Uh, I think I'd like to plant a, a bit of a
0: minefield for for our uh, would be friends. So as as cool as that would be, um, uh, you, for, well, first off, you're not sure the earthiness of the tunnels, which is one thing. Um, okay. But more importantly, uh, they're not going to grow overnight uh, to be ripe enough for you to for them to go off, mm. as it were um uh so they won't mature in time for for when you are currently planning on moving on the state sure um i i have
2: i have probably definitely one question maybe two possibly more um (laughs) first how long would it take uh jumping yuckies to mature
0: um with like the proper treatment and everything uh they they take basically about like a, a week to to like bloom. Hmm.
2: Okay, so then my next question is, Hey Kinsey, do you have full grit?
3: Big <laughs> <great> question. <laughs> um, perhaps yes. I've got full grit. I've got <laughs> twice as much as full grit. So what are we flashing back to? I suppose yes. Actually. <laughs> Uh, so it, how, is there a way I can mature uh, the seeds like on the go and uh, have them have been uh, <laughs> uh,
0: preparing for this moment? Uh, how many machinery cubes do you have? I've got four. Okay. You could have four pots of, uh, of jumping yuckies that you've been tending to uh, this for the past week.
3: Just by spending those cubes and that
0: grit? Well, it seems- uh, well I'm, I'm going to need... So, spending the cubes and the grit makes it so you have made potted plants and you have uh, planted ju- your jumping yucky seeds into those pots. Um, what I'm going to need is I'm going to need a survival roll <laughs> uh, for you to have been uh, safely handling these, uh, uh, these jumping yuckies in a, like in, like, a mobile, like, greenhouse. <laughs> Fair
3: enough, sure. Uh, would that have been in nature that I was doing that, so that I can get a plus one to that?
0: I think it's, you're bringing the nature with you, so I'm going to go ahead and let you have your...
3: Uh, I like <laughs> after, that. I'd like to your use talent that talent bonuses
0: for nature-based things.
3: Good, so that's a plus three, including uh, my my survival kit, if that also applies.
0: Yeah, your survival kit, absolutely necessary for the success of this plan. <laughs> no.
3: We'll trade out this die here. Let's see what we've got. What do you say? (laughs) Well, that's three hits with a high of seven.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, so you, you actually have been safely... Oh, no. I dropped my pen. Safely tending to this, like this whole time, like we flash back to all the previous scenes uh, since you guys encountered the jumping yucky. And um, sure enough, uh, basically, as soon as Kinsey got the seeds, like on the way to um, Moorbank. Uh, he started like he gathered earth together and like kind of made like little housings for them. And then while you guys were in in Moorbank, he was like you know tending to them that evening. And then you, he like brought them onto the boat. He had like a couple like uh, you know deck hands help him like load them into the quarters. Your guys' quarters were extra crowded because right over there on the side of the table, just out of frame, was a line of. Uh... <laughs> was a line of jumping yuckies like in slightly larger containers. <laughs> and then, uh, as you guys were, uh, during the shootout, basically, um, uh, uh, he it, like in, um, what was the name of the town? Wilburton? Uh, it, during the shootout in Wilburton, um, uh, he like had, you know, kind of made a, a tall, hard shell, like, um... Like mobile greenhouse on his back that he was kind of like carting around on his back just in case, because uh, uh, you know he and so you were able to load that into the back of the. Uh, oh, I see. I'm lagging because my Skype is trying to update. No. Oh no! Don't do that. No! 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 <laughs> um, so uh, uh, you loaded it up into the back of the uh, the the back of Cho's truck. Truck kind of like gently, like setting it down and making sure it was securely strapped before, uh, before she hit the engine. And then, uh, yeah, uh, for the past like, uh, day and a half or so, uh, in Lily Ridge, uh, you've, uh, grown there. Now they have like kind of, um, basically, uh, Football-sized, I guess, would be, like, about a foot wide um, and then uh, uh, that, about that shallow uh, pots that they're in because uh, their seeds go wide to be kind of, like, pressure-sensitive. Um, and, uh, yeah, you you think they're, they're pretty close to mature. You're not 100% sure if they're all mature enough to go, but you think if you, like, tend to them tonight, uh, uh, you might be able to, you know, you add a little extra fertilizer, maybe a little extra uh just a little extra like growth hormones in there to try and like speed them up a little bit uh you might be able to get them uh at least at least some of them if not all four of them uh totally ready for your trap
3: is it so it's just four seeds worth
0: yeah yeah it's four seeds worth um you have four jumping yuck you have four adult. Take away four seeds and add four adolescent jumpin' yucky into your inventory.
3: <laughs> uh, perfect. You see, I told you, I told you, the both of you complaining the entire way and making fun of me for taking care of these. I told you they'd come in hand. You just wait. It'll be one hell of a trap.
0: And, of course, you spent your four grit to do this flashback, yes?
3: <laughs> yes, I did.
2: You know, at the time, I had so disagreed with your plan that I had completely blocked it from my mind. But now, now I can remember it as clear
3: as day. (laughs) Uh, Great. Uh, I'd like to find a place to uh, plant these within the tunnel. Um, So hopefully, I guess, the the goal is to have um, the members of the family waiting for them. And then as they cross over... The jump and yucky will be sprung and, uh, and then the, the family will attack after they've been incapacitated.
0: Okay. So first thing is, uh, you are going to need to access the tunnels, sure. um, which, you know, the entrance is in the, um, the kind of apartment building that, uh, Pax was, uh, investigating earlier. She identified the door that led to the tunnels, um. So it's just a matter of uh, what exactly, like, are you guys just going straight there? Or how, what, what method are you using to approach said tunnels?
3: What do you say we're in one of those verbal traps as well?
2: Um, we could, um, but I, I sort of remember Pax leaving a door unlocked in the back way into said apartment building.
3: Oh, she did mention that, didn't she? Oh well, let's uh, I suppose try and sneak around the back then.
1: Oh, oh, right, yeah, it's just this way, <laughs> and I leave them <laughs> the way <Sure>. that uh, <laughs> I left open. I
0: didn't see you there. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry, I've been working on my sneaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're totally able to uh, make your way to uh, the back door that you basically broke the lock on um, in order to uh, access that hallway that you know the door is in. So you open up the door and you see again that very nice, tasteful uh, hallway, like, you know, quaintly decorated um, and the, again, there's all the doors and they seem like they've been cleaned by some kind of cleaning crew, but there's one door that looks just a little tarnished, like it's, uh, they're specifically not supposed to, uh, uh interact with it at all. Um, and so, uh, Pax, I suppose, leads the way to said, uh, door?
1: Uh, I do, yeah.
0: Okay. It is locked open it. <laughs> okay. You're going to need to roll skullduggery to unlock this lock.
1: Uh, I have dice. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: thought we had already surpassed this, uh, this, this particular uh, um...
0: No, she only, she only surpassed the back door that led into this hallway. She never actually interacted with this door. Well, that's she just, incredible. She just identified it. Uh, but, uh, I guess she can't hear me, so I can't tell her about the modifiers. Right. <laughs> um, uh, GM Styles this Friday. <laughs> Let's just do a little plug here while ad- Addie remembers that she has dice in this house that she can use. <laughs> Don't you just
3: hate it when the ad pops up in the middle of what you're watching? God. Right,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, at least wait for an appropriate commercial time. Yeah, right, right. Like, don't just break up the scene. Don't drop it in there.
0: Right. You know, the three of you are just walking up to a door, and then all of a sudden, commercial break happens. No good. All right. So this is a, a pretty heavy-duty lock. It's, like, it's very subtle, but, like, you can immediately tell. It's, like, as you go to work on it uh, with your auto-picker, you're like, oh, this is this is a sophisticated lock. Uh, so you're going to be at a minus five.
1: A minus five? Yes. Okay. That seems fine. Uh, so I have an auto-picker. Um, so of right like of average quality.
0: So that gives you a reliability.
1: Then I have. Uh, I don't I don't have I don't have the, any talents. Let go with this now. All right. Um. Which dice I pick matter. Um, I have a limited supply today. I only have.
0: Yeah, dice jail. They 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 have a reprieve from dice jail. Yeah, I,
1: I only have this many dice.
0: A necessity. Did you roll your test?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, wait. I get more than that. Ugh, no. Well, um, I got four. Oh wait, this one explodes. Okay, I got fi- five successes.
0: Even with a minus five? Uh,
1: especially with the minus five, um, because my my highest is an eight.
0: That's okay. Um, it's an unopposed test. So you, uh, you move in on it. Um, Kinsey and Roland, you kind of are, like, looking around, hoping that no one comes out of the apartments, and almost like it was a breeze, like – Pax like takes one look at the lock, and then like adjusts the setting on her auto picker, and then like puts it in and just like click click click, and then like twists her wrist as she clicks it, and then it, you hear the door unlock, and she just glides it right open. Impressive. Uh, and uh, what w- you would normally, judging by the spacing of all of these doors and the fact that all of them are labeled as apartments, including this door, you would expect it to open up into an apartment. Uh, but it does not, and it instead opens up into a staircase leading down.
2: That's good, because that's what we actually expected it to open up to. <laughs> yeah, we go down the stairs.
3: Seems like a good idea.
0: Okay. Is, is it lit? Uh, it does have dim lighting down the stairs, yes. Uh, and
1: I, I, I'll go first.
0: Okay. So you head down the stairs uh, for a little bit, it levels out. and um, you are in basically uh, kind of like the the bottom the, the floors are are hardwood. Um, uh, they're like a little a little beaten. They don't look like you know, like they've been finished in a very long time. Uh, uh, the The hallway itself is uh, is not not short but not like incredibly tall. It's just you know, a couple feet above your head. Um, arched uh, beams kind of supporting it uh, the light gets a little better as you get down to the leveled out area um, and as you're walking like the floorboards they don't que- creak necessarily um, they're kind of like they're but they're they feel kind of soft um, uh, uh, Kinsey given your previous role of, of three survival I'm just gonna give you like you're pretty sure these are like wooden planks put on top of like earthy ground like mm-hmm. there's not like concrete underneath these but um, uh, and you, yeah, you make your way, uh, through the tunnel winds for a little while and you can tell, like, you're, you're, it's like, it's definitely, there's no offshoots. This tunnel just goes basically directly towards the Gatia Estate, with a couple turns here and there. Uh, so it's not a straight line, but like in general, you, you can tell like the direction you're heading is towards the, uh, grounds of the, G- the Gate Estate. And eventually it does, um, actually get to like a T-junction, um, which is uh, even better lit um which uh the the um the wooden kind of floor panels continue but that kind of like exposed arch uh like beams um kind of give way to a little a little more well put together uh hallways with like actual like ceilings and walls that are a little bit taller But the the floorboards are are still the same. Um, Though you can see, um, basically, this T section stays with that kind of floorboards for a little while. But at like the end of all of the tunnels, you can see like all of the hallways. You can see you do see it does eventually like level out into sort of like a concrete. Uh, So I'd say about at this T section, you have about uh, twenty feet in either direction of that kind of wood uh, wooden floor on top of earthy ground.
3: Do we think that these, I mean, I suppose we'd have to explore which one actually goes to the weaponry.
0: Yeah, you're not, you're not 100% sure which path is likely to be taken.
3: Well,
2: we do know one path that's likely to be taken, which is the very long walk we went on to get to here.
3: Sure. Mostly I'm concerned about where the uh, ambushes are going to be coming from, but I suppose here is as good a place as any. Sure. Um, so I'd like to try and plant the yucky um, Just before the tea section, I assume I'll have to pry up some floorboards.
0: Sure thing. Um, so prying up the floorboards is is pretty, pretty easy. Um, masking that you do it is a little harder. Sure. So um, let's go ahead and have a... Uh, well, so first off, I need a survival roll from you, Kinsey, um, uh, to both uh, successfully transplant these jumping yucky from the pots you have into the earth there, um, but also uh, to, like, kind of uh, use your survival kit and your, uh, and your, like, you know, materials on hand to, um, uh, do you have a first aid cube?
3: Yes. Uh, no, I don't.
0: Do you have a tech cube? I do, yes. Okay, I would let you expend a tech cube to kind of like put little like uh, hydration, like capsules in with them <laughs> to like, to like keep them like with a bunch of nutritions and stuff to like keep them growing at, at full speed uh, uh, between now and when uh, you bring the dead man's gang down here. Uh, but let's go ahead and roll survival to see if you can do it without like, you know, ruining any of them. They're very Be, touchy. Things.
3: Being under, underground as we are, does that count
0: as being in nature? No, these are man-made tunnels.
3: That is fine. That is just fine. I completely understand. That's um, just plus Oh, well. Wow. Oh, well. Wow.
0: I feel like you may be misreading uh, how your In My Element talent works. That's just plus two reliability, not plus two to your skill.
3: Oh, actually, I think I just put plus two.
0: Yeah, it's plus two yeah. reliability. So you basically get, like two free uses of reliability for rerolls. If you, like, roll poorly, you can pick them up. It doesn't matter of, for this roll, but... For the you know, previous this...
3: roll, the the numbers are so low that it wouldn't even matter.
0: But for this one, I did get four successes. Nice. Okay, yeah, you're able to do this. You're confident that uh, these will all... Uh, all of these Jumping Yucky will reach maturity before you bring the Dead Man's Gang down here. Uh, you do have to expand a tech cube to make that happen, though. Uh, and then also that they, um, have been transplanted without you, like, damaging their roots in a way that would make them basically not, like, you know, work. Uh, so, uh, where exactly are you planting these? Are you putting four of them in this narrow tunnel? You have, uh, you're at a crossroads, basically, like, a, uh, a straight-up, like, uh, you know, plus sign, um, that you could do it in any ways. You could put them all in the in the intersection there. You could put them in the tunnel you just came from. You could put them further ahead. Uh, however, you want to do it. What kind of arrangement are you trying to make here? As far as the size of this tunnel, wide. As you step out of the tunnel you came in uh, came in from, that's about a two person wide tunnel. Um, these other hallways, these nicer hallways, are about four person wide.
3: Mm-hmm. I see. Uh we would probably want to be leading them into one of the nicer hallways, just that it seems to make sense that that's where the the weaponry would be. So I'll plant four of them, I suppose, in a line uh, underneath one of the nicer archways. To the right, is the right one of those? From where we are.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so basically the T section, there's a smaller hallway that you come from, and yes. then the other three paths are four-person-wide. So you want to just oh, trap yeah. up the hell out of the the one to the right?
3: Absolutely, yes.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, you do that. Ooh. Easily. Well. And uh, covering it up isn't a problem? Uh, so that one... Um, uh, basically, anyone could roll machinery to try... Or you could. Like, it could be... I mean, Kinsey, uh, or uh, Pax and Roland, I don't know what you guys are doing while you watch Kinsey kind of pry these floorboards up and, like, carefully plant this row of jumping yucky in the tunnel to your right. Um, so far, you don't see any, like, uh, any uh, movement or anything. Um, you don't see, like, any family members, like, roaming around in this particular area. Um, but, uh, like, you see Kinsey, like, you know, prying the floorboards, planting down. It, it takes him a little while. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, he's got a bunch of, like, wooden planks that he's got to try and, like, put back down on top of these jumping yucky. Uh, so, but, like, to do so would be a machinery test. Probably at a minus four, because you got to be very ginger not to, uh, uh, not to accidentally damage the, the jumping yucky below. Sure.
1: I'm just gonna keep watch, since I literally cannot help.
2: Sure. (laughs) I regret that I can help um, (laughs) because of the proximity to the mines that this job
3: requires, um, but I (laughs) will help. I do appreciate that, not putting all of the danger on my own head.
0: Okay, so uh, Roland, you're going to roll machinery to assist Kinsey. Uh, go ahead and let us know how many successes you rolled. Just the one, unfortunately, but it's that makes it a minus. one. Or wait, a minus three for you, Kinsey. Minus three. Well, no, that's not bad at all.
3: yes yeah, so it's uh, three successes akin to
0: there uh yeah you you're fairly confident again that all three of these ju- uh, all four of these jumpin yucky are remain undamaged as you put floorboards on top of them you basically like kind of like shallow out an area for like the plant to sit in and then you like work the roots upward so that like when someone steps on the floorboards they'll trigger it um, and you implant, like, your little, like, uh, your, you know, slowly dissolving, like, hydration, like, nutrition, like, pods in there to, like, keep them, uh, tended to, and then you put the floorboards on top, uh, and, uh, stepping back, you think, like, unless someone looks really closely, uh, like, unless, like, if they're, like, watching their feet and trying to make sure there's no traps, maybe they'll spot that, like, these floorboards have been tampered with, but you're, you're pretty confident you, like, sweep up the dirt and you think, like, it's it's unlikely that um, anyone unfamiliar with this hallway will notice that something is amiss.
3: Well, if they follow Miguel's example, jump, Jumpin' Yucky will be the Dead Man's Gang's worst enemy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so you've successfully planted four de- uh, four Jumpin' Yucky in the uh, smuggling tunnels of the Gutierrez family. Um, and you guys can make your way out, or if you want to explore the tunnels for some reason, you can do that. Uh, what what happens next?
1: Um. Uh, hey, uh, Kinsey, yes. do do any of these like go in the direction that would go to like the? the indentured, like, housing?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Um. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think you've rolled well enough on survival up till now that I think you pretty much have your bearings down here, Kinsey. Uh, not knowing what lies beyond. So basically these these three other pathways of wooden floorboards, the right one of which you just filled with jumping yucky. Um, um, they do end with uh, with uh kind of heavier looking doors each one of them um and if you were like you don't know what's beyond those doors you don't know where they turn you know what what goes on but uh if you were to say from the point that you're standing uh the left path would be the the one if it kept going in that general direction it would be the one that would lead towards the uh towards the servants quarters
3: right if i had to guess it'd be in this direction i believe
0: Why do you you're you're me? muted, Addie. Uh
1: this way. O- over here?
0: Right, to 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 the left from where we are.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Got it. Not where you just planted the like deadly spring.
0: No, that's to the right.
1: right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh <laughs> so um uh, and then there's a big metal door in the way to that thing yeah
0: there are there are metal doors at the end of each of these hallways except for the one you just came from which is smaller and you know leads eventually to the apartment building
1: okay cool um can I like is, is there like um is is there like a br- a break under the door or um Or something?
0: No, there's kind of like a weird, uh, like a weird, like a two to three inch step up from the wooden planks uh, onto like kind of a a a concrete foundation, Uh, and the door is like a a, like a security door. It looks like Uh, it doesn't have like a. It still looks like it's mechanically locked. It's not like super high tech stuff, but it is a. It's like a heavy door that like goes all the way to the floor.
1: I'm gonna. Is it locked? It is. What if what if it wasn't though?
0: You can <laughs> attempt to unlock it if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you guys watch as Pax makes her way down. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. Hi. Hi. Anyway. Uh you, you watch as Pax makes her way towards the door that Kinsey suggested the servants' quarters is are, are likely to be. And she uh, kind of goes up, examines the door, puts her ear against it, and then pulls out her auto picker. Uh,
1: and can I tell if this is like um, alar- alarmed at all?
0: Uh, you can roll. I technology, machinery, or observe.
1: What? Okay. <laughs> is um any one of those um like provide any benefit
0: over the others no it's just the various ways in which you might check it's like you know technology would be looking like you know using your knowledge of technology to spot like weird tech based things machinery is you know and i'm just going to kind of lump them all together okay and then then, like if there was a trap and you picked the wrong one (laughs) observe would be the catch-all right observe is the catch-all uh And then, and then, uh, tech or machinery, if you picked one or the other, then, um, uh, you might get different information.
1: Okay. Well, um, I will, uh, do observe. I'm just going to take a look. Sure. Just take a look.
3: Kids is going to lean over to Roland and, uh, say, you know, I'm all for rash courses of action, but this, the best idea, do you think? So... No, certainly not. Oh. No. Oh. Well, I'm not going to try and stop her. I mean, I mean, look at you. You can take someone in a fight. Now
2: look at me, and if you're not willing to try and stop her, <laughs> I don't know why you think I would be.
1: <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. I, uh. I rolled three, three hits and eight high.
0: All right. Uh, so, you examine, uh, this door. It doesn't seem like the door itself has any sort of traps. If there are any kind of sensors or anything, they're not on this side of the door.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm going to unlock it. I'm going to try to unlock it. Don't okay. worry
0: about it. It's it fun. is another very good yeah. lock. So, you're going to be at a minus five.
3: Okay. Okay. At least if somebody comes after us, we can hop over the jumping yucky.
0: <laughs> did you, so did you make like, you made a, you made a line that made it so it's not like a, yeah, you cut, you cut it off. It's like a finish line. Right. Got yeah. it. All right. My, my initial thought was that it was like a straight line going forward, but I forgot like oh. these hallways are four person wide. So you've just, you've just covered that. Okay. Cool. Um, I got,
1: <laughs> I got five hits uh, with an eight high.
0: So again, <laughs> she makes it look easy. <laughs> she, like, examines the door a little bit, leans against it, and then looks at the lock, makes a couple adjustments on her auto-picker, and then just, like, click-click, twists her wrist a little bit, and then you hear the door unlock with a satisfying little... So much for
3: the family's security. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I don't... I think I'm going to actually open it. I think I'm just gonna leave it where it is.
3: All right. Yeah.
1: In case of emergency, or rescue of indentured people, but whatever, we'll, we'll get there. We'll see <laughs> what, what happens. That,
3: what was <laughs> that second one? I'm sorry. I mean,
1: that's it. Oh, um, a uh, quick way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's cool. much less menacing,
2: sure. Yeah. That doesn't go out. <laughs> you don't know Roland.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I do. Um, okay, so I, am like, I turn around, uh, and I'm like, cool, thanks.
0: All right. So now the three of you are standing in that T section. Uh, Pax having recently unlocked the door that's over that way.
2: I suppose we should report back to Cho um, and get ready to send three more of the Dead Man's gang to the deaths.
3: Help them live up to their name.
1: I. yeah. Oh, okay.
2: I mean, that's, that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, I, I know.
3: I mean, I, I don't know where the thing is or what the thing is, but I do know that that was part of the plan, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I feel I feel a little bad I know they're all bad people but like Cho doesn't seem like so
0: bad
2: I mean she does seem to be friends with Just tremendously bad people.
3: I would say that makes her complicit in their actions, if not her own, does it not?
1: Sure, but, like, she, like, nobody else accepted her, and, and they would, so wouldn't you be friends with people who accept you? I don't know. I just... It was just bugging me a little bit. It's probably, like, a weird empathetic thing or whatever i don't know it just it seems extreme she's not like violent right
2: i mean that we've personally
0: witnessed you do know she killed at least one person she killed a wounded friend of Salvatore alston she, she told uh, you, like, he, like, told her about the Gatti family, and then once she, once he was done giving her all the information, she shot him and left him on the side of the road.
3: Uh, didn't she kill that guy? That one guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I guess that's right.
3: I don't feel great about her uh, dying, but I, I do think that if she survives, she's going to help the rest of the Dead Man's gang hunt us down and I feel worse about that.
2: <laughs> I think the thing is is that no one is all good, we're all evil. Um but some people are mostly one or the other. <laughs> uh, and I think everyone in the Dead Man's gang in one way or another is is now, I, you know, I, I hesitate to say deserving of death. But I will say it after hesitating. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: I mean, sure.
0: I
2: would be much happier if it wasn't us delivering them there. Um, but, you know, you... You play with the cards you're dealt or have up your sleeve. And right now, um, these are the cards we have.
1: Okay. Um, I also had another thought. Uh, so do you think that um, Rufus is going to believe us if we're the only ones alive again?
2: Um, I was sort of thinking about that. I think... I was going to say, I think we may have to shoot, like, you or Kinsey, but realistically, I'm the one who would get shot. I think you you might have to, to, you know, wound me for me to sell uh, the lie. Okay. Okay.
1: And so, okay. And then... Because the thing is, is, if we're, I mean, there's only like nine of them. And if they're—if we are killing basically half, um, do you think he might scrap the plan at all? Like, in like, such a weakened situation? I don't know.
2: Rufus I, doesn't strike me as someone to abandon his plan because things have started to go wrong. Um, the other thing I I did consider is, um, I think we should, we should bring back some of the guns they want. Not all of them, obviously. Right. But, um, I think if we bring back, you know, a quarter of them or a third or something of what he was expecting, we can say like, Hey. We tried to rob the family, and this is what we could accomplish. Even you, in your madness, must see that this is a win.
1: Okay, it's, it's, it's very, that's a lot.
3: <laughs> I mean, okay. we've, been, we've been balancing on the edge of an knife thus far, and we've done pretty well.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: I've,
2: I've come to see our situation as a bridge, that we are four steps from the end of <laughs> and we just continually build those next steps. And at some point, there will be an other side to this bridge. <laughs>
1: well
2: said.
1: really hate that visual.
2: <laughs> well, I've been living with it for a month now, so...
1: <laughs> okay. Well, good talk, everyone. <laughs>
0: I'm glad we've checked in like this. (laughs) (laughs) You reached the end of the tunnel leading out. (laughs) Uh, So, um, what's the rest of the day look like? Do do you guys just get into anything in particular or is it just kind of like lighter, fare, eat, go back, get enough rest, that kind of thing?
3: I mean, it's it's probably a good idea to coordinate with uh, the gatines as to where the jumping yucky is, but... I could just do that over the course of the day. I mean, we're trying to help them help us,
0: right? Uh, yeah, you you have uh, a LRC call sign that you can use to get in touch with a Cayuga T. Mm. So uh, you can easily go over to the LRC tower and just, you know, uh, uh, the LRC operator offers the help. You say no, and you are able to uh, say uh, I a- don't
3: say no. No, I do need the operator's help. Unless one no. of you comes with me. No, I absolutely. All right, good. Cool. Then... This is why it's important to learn things about your
2: teammates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so then Roland can send a message without the operator reading it to Mikaogiti, uh uh in order to um, uh, basically inform her. Hey, we broke into your tunnels. No big deal, but you don't want to use this hallway. We've planted some a trap there. Don't don't use that hallway. <laughs>
2: Uh, And then also I'll add, um, it may help us uh, as a sort of future investment if we can leave this engagement with, you know, a third of the guns uh, that Austin planned to sell. Just a thought.
0: Okay. You do send that. Uh, and then the day passes without really a- anything um, super-
2: There's one more thing I'd like to do over the course of the day. Um, yeah. I would like to inconspicuously acquire um, uh, like two first aid uh, I guess two of each queue depending on, on cost for that.
0: Sure uh, You I'm not going to make you roll connections for that um, This is a very nice town. It has a pretty good supply of like general goods and um, Hell, Kinsey knows uh, one of the general store owners. Uh, So uh, between uh, you and Kinsey, very, very easily, you're able to get uh, two machinery cubes for two spurs each, uh, two tech cubes for three spurs each, and two first aid cubes for four spurs each.
2: That's 18 spurs, yeah. You're better at mental
0: math than I am. (laughs) <laughs> cool.
2: that's 18 spurs <laughs> um, I will uh, get one fewer of, of tech and first aid uh, just okay. to have some spurs left over
0: okay yeah you're able to get some general general goods for sure that's easy enough anyone else anything
3: well while I'm there since we're meeting up with Janice again I'll buy a couple of cues uh, as well I'm sorry what were the rates again
0: uh, it is two spurs for machinery cubes, three spurs for tech cubes, and four spurs for first aid cubes.
3: I'll buy, uh, two machinery cu- cubes and a first aid cube, which should amount to eight, I believe.
0: Yes. Cool. And if, uh, no one else says anything else, the day passes without an incident.
2: Do um, you need to go meet up
0: with Cho and just sort of fill her in? Sure. Uh, she uh, has begun sketching in like a notepad. Um, uh, you see there's like some crumpled up pieces of paper like tossed in the corner. And uh, you come in and she closes the notepad, sets it down. And uh, you basically give her a report. What I, what, like she, she does ask like, yeah, what have, uh, anything, anything new? Found out anything else?
2: Uh, yeah, we've done um, <clears throat> done some some snooping around town. Um, we found one of the entrances to the Gatees, uh secret tunnel network underneath the town. Um, we've tracked it to uh, to the weapons. Um, you were right; they're underground. Um, and so, once we get some backup, uh, we can we can show you the way. Uh, and and I think. I think this plan will work.
0: All right. Good work. I say we rest up and wait for reinforcements to arrive tomorrow. It sounds good to me.
3: Were, were you hungry at all? I, it it seems like they had some kind of goulash
0: downstairs uh, on special.
3: No, I'll you haven't it. eaten since the morning, sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I did leave the room temporarily to talk to the bartender to get some food up in the afternoon, but... It's about supper time, so, yeah. Go. Give me
3: something. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're able to get food uh, for Cho. Um, uh, and she, like, after after you deliver it, she's like, you can go now.
3: I, I, I shall. Uh, Rust up, as you say.
0: <laughs> and she goes, yep. And taps her forehead just to just to fuck with you a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, the three of you are able to rest up. You can have some food, maybe some drink to get the edge off tonight. Um, I think actually, yeah. You know what we haven't done in a minute. <laughs> We haven't done Shoot the Shit in a minute, and this is a nice little patch of downtime as you wait between uh, uh, leaving Cho and uh, having the next uh, batch of Dead Man's Gang people arrive. Uh, So let's go ahead and do Shoot the Shit. Let's have each of you choose another person to uh, uh, roll personality towards and find out if you learn something about... or if you bond with them, if you have some bad blood, or if they learn something about you.
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and pick Kinsey.
0: I'll go ahead and pick Pax.
1: I got rolling.
0: All right. Everyone roll personality as an attribute-only test, so that is your personality attribute plus four for the target number, and then your dice are the normal... dice that you would normally roll for a personality test. So I think what, Kinsey, you're rolling like one die at a six? (laughs)
3: That's absolutely correct, yes. (laughs) Thank God for that reliability.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright You can always spend grit on the shoot the shit if you want. (laughs) There's enough fun in that. Uh so who wants to go first?
2: Uh, Sure, I'll go first.
0: And you picked Kinsey? I did. All right. Uh, And how many successes did you roll?
2: I got five.
0: Kinsey and Roland are going to bond over something. So uh, I think Pax, uh, I don't know if you turn in early for the night or if there's something that you would be doing this evening after you guys left Cho uh, to leave Kinsey and Roland kind of alone. Um, But at some point, Kinsey and Roland find themselves by themselves. What, well, Pax? What are you doing while they're talk- chatting? Uh,
1: I'm really curious about her journal, so I'm gonna see if I can like get to it without like her noticing. And so probably I'm just gonna like hang out in the our room for a long time until she falls asleep, and then we'll okay. steal it. Yeah. Okay,
0: we'll deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Roland and, uh, yeah, you guys could be at the bar, or the two of you are sharing a room, so it could be once you start retiring to the room, your choice, uh, but the two of you bond over something. What do you think? Uh,
2: I, I think it's in the room, uh, and I think, um, Roland, uh, you know, not right before bed, but, you know, like, before bedtime a bit, um, like, sits down on the bed, looks over at Kinsey. All right. Um, does... Genuinely no judgment from me on this. Um, I'm going to teach you to read, Kinsey, because it's important that in a moment of crisis I be able to signal you non-verbally. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's a skill I've been avoiding for quite some time. I, uh, I suppose that this is going to be a part of my lifestyle going forward. I uh, I, I, I may as well try. You know, it's...
2: it's there's nothing to be ashamed of. Plenty of people go their whole lives.
3: Ashamed? I don't even know the meaning of the word.
2: <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't need to be snotty about it. <laughs>
2: uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, let me... I don't have many of my belongings, um, but I, I was a professor um, for a time. I have quite a bit of experience teaching things to people, and... Um, uh, let's see, I've probably got something easier in here, and I, you know, I pull out, like, I don't know, a novel I had. Sure. It's, it's, it's a bad one. It's poorly written, but <laughs> sort of, like, trashy sci-fi. Kind of, yes. has all these crazy ideas about, like, space travel and aliens.
3: What <laughs> even Is are The b- b- Bella glanced from her r- 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 Rocket ship Yeah into, No you've got it into the into the eyes of her brown eyed lover the eyes of her brown this is this is this is the best thing you've got for me to read.
2: <laughs> See here's the thing. It's going to use a wide range of reading levels at varying points. At some points it will be almost childish in its simplicity, and at others it will be unnecessarily <laughs> Uh, uh, Complicated and complex to sound smarter. So it's it's sort of you know it's like an obstacle course for your brain.
3: Fair Fair enough.
0: Yeah. um, Let's go ahead and um, Roland, go ahead and roll a lore uh, uh, test uh, to assist um, Kinsey rolling a lore test. Uh, Kinsey, since you don't know how to read, let's have yeah. you roll. Let's have you starting off at a minus four.
3: Great.
2: Um, I will go ahead and spend two grit to play to the gallery on this. <laughs> so listen, we're gonna go on an ambush later and get shot at, and people are gonna try and kill us. But um, I am a proponent of spending grit on unit cohesion.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, that's pretty good. So, I I don't mean to brag, but I am a four hits on four dice good teacher.
0: <laughs> that eliminates your negative penalty, Kinsey, so you can just roll lore straight up. I'll I'll,
3: I'll spend one grit to make my own lap before the, uh, before the <laughs> test roll.
0: Feeding me grit for later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said it was a minus one nine hits. Right. No, sh-
0: no, no penalty. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no penalty.
3: Right.
0: Uh, Roland got rid of all your penalties with his excellent teaching. That is uh, three hits for, for Kinsey. Holy shit, Kinsey, you're starting to get it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she I... loosened her corset s- 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 surreptitiously as though no one could see her, but she knew that he could see her. Oh, God, <laughs> this is awful. <laughs>
2: Right, but see, here's the thing. Not only have they they run the gamut of sort of reading levels in words, they've also explained what those words mean needlessly by stating <laughs> what they mean after they say them.
3: But this, this heteronormative plotline, it's killing me. It's killing yeah, only me, only
2: halfway through the book, Kinsey, all right? It gets significantly more progressive and weird. There
3: better be some kind of role-reversal twist in this or I won't bother finishing it. There are several. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Sweet. You both can have a grit, because that's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Kinsey, uh, who did you pick? I picked Pax. All right. And how many successes did you get? Got one success. Hey, Pax gets to learn something about Kinsey. Uh, So, the next morning, right, Cho (laughs) sends Kinsey to go get some food. Um, She seems to rather enjoy sending Kinsey to get her food. Uh, And then uh, there's a point, like, you know, Roland is still, you know, getting ready for the day, whatever that entails for Roland. Uh, And uh, Kinsey and... Uh, Pax, the two of you kind of find yourselves, like, on the balcony of the saloon, just kind of, like, standing and waiting for Roland. And, uh, Pax, you get to learn something about Kinsey. What do you want to learn? I
1: don't know. What is there to learn?
3: So many things. Uh, you, you could learn why I am, uh, afraid of illuminated people,
0: if you want. Uh-huh.
3: Hey, that's pretty All good. Right but uh, Kinsey's going to...
0: Uh, Kinsey un- has been very visibly been <laughs> shaken <laughs> by Cho since he found out that she is illuminated.
3: Mm. There's Kinsey's going to un- unfold his, uh, his long uh, Merlin-type pipe and uh, load it up and it. start just uh, smoking on the balcony. Seems like appropriate time. But I hope this doesn't bother you. No. Hmm.
1: You know you don't have to get her meals,
3: right? Uh, It makes me more comfortable being on her good side, I think.
1: So, But you weren't scared of Miguel, but you're scared of her?
3: Oh, Miguel's just muscles and guns, I understand that. No, no, what she does is far beyond uh, my understanding of how she relates to reality and, and Impulses—it's—it's it's strange to me. I don't understand. It.
1: Wait, you're—you're you're afraid of her because she's illuminated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? what? are you doing? <laughs> It's—I it, don't. want her to thinking. You know, she can might be watching. She could be, you know, here, right there, just in our minds. I don't—I don't—I don't, I don't care for it. Why ever, did she?
1: Why would she be watching us? No,
3: I don't know, but she could, and that's what's terrifying about it. Have you ever heard? Listen, have you ever. Do you know what a wampus is?
1: Uh. I mean, that's not really real, but like,
0: yeah.
3: No, it's not really real. Clearly, you haven't spent enough time out in the. where where where's the natural habitat Thomas?
0: <laughs> uh, they uh, uh, tend to be in the more remote places of the badlands, though there have oh. been sightings of wampus in the in the waste and the garden as well. but uh, it tends to be kind of like the northern or southern uh, like remote areas of the badlands.
3: You never spent times you never spent time in the in the northern deserts of the badlands. I can tell you they have spent extensive. Trapping expeditions and, and and they'll sneak up on you, drive you completely mad, drive you to to, to murder all of your teammates. It's, it's it's terrifying. If you've never if you've never experienced it, it's hard to explain.
1: But that's like a a wild animal. That's but it like comes from the same catchy. place,
3: though, doesn't it? It comes from other. It's it's all from old Lucy or Lou or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's in the same element if the origin is the same the intent can be the same and that's all i'm saying and it's terrifying and i hate it
1: <laughs> well you could, kids you could say that about so
3: many things yes but those things i understand a little bit more about you know if i can feel it and touch it and then experience it but but this is just i'm not not cursed or blessed or whatever you want to call it how are I, you not terrified of that? Don't you understand?
1: I'm not interesting enough to be affected. And yeah. I don't think you are either. It's very, very self-centric for you to think so.
3: Well, I, I like myself rather quite a lot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know uh, that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're know, more interesting than I think that you let on. You've got some secrets I can tell.
1: Well, even if I do, uh, it does, we're not talking about me. Um... <laughs> Um the but okay, so fear of the unknown, like that's that's like not your thing, right? You 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 climb all the mountains and you kill all the wildlife and you go places that nobody's ever been and all of the stuff about the like Kaloo or whatever, like Calu and um, and so like, like fear of the unknown is like, you you get that that's like weird for you specifically.
3: <laughs> Look, there, there are known knowns, right, and there are known unknowns, and then there are unknown unknowns, and that's a completely different animal. You don't understand. If you don't know what you don't know, how can you not know what you don't know? Right? You can know what you don't know, but you can't not
0: know what you don't know. Don't you know? And then Roland (laughs) opens up the door. He has finished prepping for the day. (laughs) Would you please help me? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. what's going on? Well... And then I, like, go on into it, yeah. <laughs> huh. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Peek out. Uh Pax, you chose Roland, yes? I did. Uh, how many successes did you roll? One. Okay. So, uh, Pax, or Roland, you get to learn something about Pax. Uh, so there's a point... After that conversation, (laughs) where uh, Kinsey goes off... Maybe this is when Kinsey uh, actually ends up buying the rest of his supplies uh, for the day. Uh, There's a point where, you know, Roland and and Pax, the two of you, are sitting at the bar or sitting at a table in the saloon or something like that. Uh, uh, And Roland, you get to learn something about Pax. So... uh...
2: The, the door and the tunnel. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm, it's literally my job to like read people and tell when things are important to them and, and know where they're lying and be able to see the things they would rather remain unseen. It's a bad escape route, why'd you unlock it?
1: Well, if someone needs to use it one day, then it'll not be locked.
2: Oh, okay, it's not our escape route. It could be. It won't be.
1: Listen, not everyone gets to choose what happens to them. And maybe if they feel like they want to take the agency to take their lives back, then they can. Especially if they get, like, a letter through their window telling them that the door's unlocked. Whatever.
2: Um, I... Listen, I can see that this is very important to you, so I'm not going to tell you to not do that. Um, But I understand not getting uh, a choice in the matter. Look at where we are.
1: (laughs) It's, uh, It's sort of different, you know? Sure. like like there are consequences to us leaving and that might be us dying right but like but like we we got backed into a corner but like we could have tried to get out it wouldn't have worked probably but we could have tried you could have died while i got away like there's there's options here but like <laughs> but like it's not the same you know you can inherit you, you can inherit that kind that that debt and yeah sure this is like really cushy and like they're seemingly treated extremely well and i'm sure that they are because the family doesn't want anything to come back and bite them, I assume. But, and, and, like, if you've only got, like, a year or two years, but, like, my mom had her whole life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> My my mom had her whole life uh, of, you know, in, indentured because of some choices she made when she was young, and then she ran away, and they never caught her, but they caught me, and, um I didn't do, I didn't break the law until after I was indentured. And the only thing I did was set a building on fire to burn the records for the indentured servants. Those just freeing people, really. So, you know, if somebody wants to make that choice, they should be able to. Especially if they don't have kids. I could inherit their stuff and never plan on having anyone related to them. It's it's a it's complicated.
2: <laughs> I I can see that it's a, it's a complex and complicated thing. Um, but I'm again, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Right? You're my friend. I wouldn't do that. But I think your closeness to this may be clouding things that that are otherwise. I'm just going to put it out there. If you help free the family's indentured servants, they will know it is us. And we plan on using them later. And we can't count on them if they have reason to distrust us. We can barely count on them as it is. But I shook hands with the head of the family, and that means something. And it won't. If we... Free all their servants.
1: Probably not all of them would leave. But but I get it. And... You are telling me what to do like I'm I know not. you master manipulator guy so whatever but I'm really
2: not <laughs> listen you asked me not to do a scheme on the boat I didn't do a scheme on the boat
1: do you want me to go lock it
2: no I, I it's done undoing it now puts us at further risk Um, and I don't think it puts us at tremendous risk to leave it unlocked, but if you tell them to use it, that exposes us.
1: Okay. For now.
0: For now. (sighs) And then Kinsey comes back from his little shopping trip.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, you got so much stuff. What do you need that for?
3: I don't go into town that often. Okay, I might as well stock up now. I mean, uh, it takes
2: a lot of supplies to build a tinfoil hat. <laughs> Quite
0: sure what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Roland, you can have a grit, uh, <laughs> uh, and Pax, you can also have a grit for. All y'all's excellent roleplay, and Roland for being funny. You got it, Dan. You got your funny grit.
1: <laughs> I guess that I can't take it, but I appreciate the gesture. Oh, God
0: damn you! <laughs> Spend your fucking grit. Just do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, a little bit later in the afternoon. Well, like a little bit later in the morning. Like right, like a little bit after noon. Um you hear engines roaring outside the saloon. And uh, I presume one or more of you. Yeah, I'll go out and meet them before they
2: shoot somebody When the first ten minutes they're here.
0: <laughs> so, Roland, you step out, uh, and you see um, Sierra and uh, Maddie the Madman mm. on a... Uh, bose motorcycle it's a, it's a very like large motorcycle it kind of dwarfs them a little bit they look a little small on it and they're like average size people um uh but sierra and uh maddie pull up uh they're they're uh they park the motorcycle and then right behind them pulling up uh next to them on a on a mechanical horse is rosa volantes oh
3: shit fired Damnation!
0: Uh, so Sierra uh, gets off the the motorcycle. She's um, you know wearing dark leathers. Uh, her bow and quiver are, like slung over her back. She's got a big rucksack over her shoulder that she pulls off of the back of the motorcycle. Uh, Maddie's a smaller, kind of scrawnier guy. Um, he's not like old, but like he carries himself like a crazy old man. <laughs> like he's like a little skittish. His hair's kind of greasy. Um fans of the uh of the Essential NBC's podcast might relate Ma- uh Maddie the Madman to Brother Dub from the last season of the podcast. Um yeah, he's got like scruffy like a scruffy beard. Uh, and he pulls, uh, uh, two large, like packs, like a backpack and then a big, like hanging bag off his shoulder, uh, full of like clanking metal and stuff. Uh, and then Rosa Valantis pulls in on a very nice mechanical automaton horse. Uh, she swings off of it and like, you know, pulls, uh, the ignition off of the neck and it kind of just like shuts down there next to the saloon. Um, and she, uh, uh, is wearing like a long coat. She's got like, you know. Uh, tanned skin, dark brown curly hair that's just kind of like pushed back uh, uh, and like hangs uh, over her back. Um, uh, she's got two very, very fine uh, pistols on her hip, low slung. Uh, uh, they're immaculately kept as always. Uh, and she notices you, Roland, and as the other two are kind of working with her- with their stuff, uh, she walks straight up to you. doesn't look like she's got a big pack to carry. Um, and, uh, she walks up to you, looks around and goes, where's Cho? Uh, yeah, our mutual friend is, uh, we got rooms.
2: I'll lead you right to her.
0: Follow me, please. She reacts a little bit to your, your, like, accent that you're affecting, but she doesn't address it. Um. Good. And, uh, uh, Sierra and Matthew, um, both, uh, get their stuff together they walk in. Uh, Rosa walks up and says, "Room for the two of them and a room for me." And uh, bartender, apply. Uh, you know, uh, she hands over the spurs. Keys go over, and uh, Sierra and Maddie go up to the uh, room. Uh, Rosa orders uh, a whiskey. And she goes, "You want anything?" Uh, yeah. Uh, uh
2: whiskey neat for me.
0: Two whiskeys, then. Bartender serves them up. And, uh, she holds up a glass and she goes to Miguel. To Miguel. May you rest in peace. She shoots, sets it down. She doesn't slam it down. She gently sets it down, like, pointedly. And then she looks at it for a second, kind of tapping her finger against the empty glass. And she goes, what happened there, Roland?
2: Uh... Miguel decided, uh, he was more interested in shooting up a town than he was getting the job done. And then I, being the only thing approaching a doctor around, tried to save his life in the back of a truck.
0: Uh, while this is happening, uh, Kinsey and Pax, you guys are in the the saloon and you, um, uh, you see Sierra and uh, Matthew um, work- working their way up to the door. There's a point where um, Cho kind of opens the door and looks out to them, hearing like the commotion in the saloon through her door. And Sierra locks eyes with Cho, turns to Maddie, and goes, "Help me out here, Maddie. Just uh, take the stuff to the room, will you?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And uh, he like lugs all the stuff into the room and. Uh, Sierra approaches Cho, and you hear her go, Cho, you got a minute? something I want to get off my chest. And Cho's like, eh, come on in.
3: Did we both hear that exchange?
0: Yeah, we both that exchange, yeah, from the balcony. Uh, Pax, if you said anything, you're muted.
1: Uh... Okay. Uh, should I... Do you think I should?
3: I think you really should, yes.
1: Yeah, all right. Um, so... I will... go up... I will go up... I will go upstairs. Uh...
0: Okay. You can do that easily. Um... What do you do once you're up on the balcony there?
1: Um, I mean, we've stayed here for a couple nights, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, I think, uh, has the, um, has the walls been, like, relatively, like, are they thin, or are they, like, like, you can't hear through them?
0: They're definitely not incredibly thick. Um, uh, you can hear a little bit in the other rooms. You're not... You haven't, unless you have, I don't think you've tested, like, putting a cup against them to see exactly how well you can hear. (laughs) I have Um, not done that. But, like, it's kind of a toss-up. It seems probably that it errs toward the side of listenable through.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um... Uh I would like to spend four grit to flash back I left the window open.
0: Oh, oh right. that's pretty good. <laughs> uh yeah, you can spend four grit. That's not even gonna require a test. You can have left the window open. That's okay.
1: Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh see there. I spent grit.
0: That's there you great. go. <laughs>
1: Um, okay. Um, so I'm actually going to go, uh, to the boys' room, the men's, where they're sleeping. Open their
0: window, too?
1: Open their window, and, um...
0: Man, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to give you grit, because you just spent four grit, (laughs) but this is such a good way to listen in on this conversation, I feel like I have to give you a grit for, like, a very creative and intelligent, like, method. Oh, it's not, like, good. just, like... It's not just leaning against the door or anything. It's, like, the, uh, I love it. Take a grit. <laughs> You're going to just count bad. on the flashback because it's so good. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and I will... Uh, I'll, you know, open their window, and if I have to... Um, if I can't hear what's going on from, like, just by leaning out... I will like parkour like gymnastics my way either up onto the um the uh roof or like hang under the like on their windowsill underneath like I'll I'll like like go over like not, I'm not sure not what, what the exterior be, Yeah,
0: not that you wouldn't be capable of doing such a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but the windows are close enough together that you can hear them talking. Um, meanwhile at the bar Roland uh, Rosa's looking at you and she goes where well, I hear it a marshal pulled him out of a crowd and had designs on arresting him do I have the wrong story?
2: oh oh no uh, sorry my, my view is a bit colored, as I had gone to great lengths to protect Miguel from, from being identified. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. We was we was in the clear. We was walking through, getting off the boat, and uh, Marshall called out his name, and Miguel thought it best to engage rather than just keep walking.
0: Mm-hmm. Strange, a marshal being in, uh, in Wilberton. I ain't uh, necessarily a big uh, town. I don't even think they have a jail cell there. I think they outsource to a neighboring town.
2: Well, I imagine when your face is literally everywhere in every settlement, uh, people start looking around
0: where you tend to operate. But uh, from what I can tell... Judging by the LRC notifications. Marshal shot in Wilberton. It's named Donna Kane. She don't operate in that territory. She was out of her jurisdiction. That seems mighty strange to me that she'd just be bounty hunting on the side.
2: Yeah, no. It probably has nothing to do with the head marshal that uh, you kidnapped. I'm sure that has not elevated their you know, alert or quest for justice in any way. We can probably expect that law enforcement will be as usual and as if nothing has
0: changed. I don't know Liberty City and Alonestead to work together a lot on situations such as this. So a Liberty City marshal in that area strikes me as odd. Did you know there's anything odd on my way to Wilburton, Roland?
2: Yeah, I noticed Salvador Austin got himself got
0: by the family. Right. There's that, too. Now, here we are, planning on making a move against them. How you feel about that?
2: Well, uh, you know, all things being even, I'd rather not try and rob the family, but, hey, that's the situation we're in. So, given the the circumstances i think we got a decent shot
0: Mm -hmm. and what do you think are the chances just hypothetically that uh salvador wasn't done in by the family at all and we're barking up the wrong tree that seemed like a likelihood to you
2: someone went to an awful lot of lengths to make it look like the gatine family got him
0: All right, so obviously you've been hiding information from her during this conversation. Let's go ahead and do a manipulate test. Sure. See how she feels about you.
2: I bet she feels bad, but she's going to believe me. <laughs> uh, I am dressed well. Am I dressed to impress?
0: You're, you're still in, like, your city slicker outfit?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely I sort of think it's it's not possible <laughs> to dress to impress Rosa Valantis.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to That'd be, be oh pretending to... to be an entirely different person to dress to impress <laughs> Rosa <Yeah. of> <laughs> Uh sure. I'll spend three grits of bamboozler. Oh, nice. Three grits, so she's add a minus
0: three.
2: <laughs> I really don't want to just get shot in a bar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you are currently up against an eight. Um, uh-huh. though, um, I'd like to know what your highest is. Uh, right now my high is an 11. Ah! <laughs> okay, so the aggressor in this situation... she She's actively trying to suss you out, so I think sure. she's the aggressor in this situation. Okay. Um, So, um, since she's the aggressor, she has to spend grit first. She's going to spend grit uh, to play to the gallery. Okay. And that lets her count her 11. Shit. Okay, cool. Did you want to spend any grit?
2: No, poor sweet Rosa. I don't have one 11. (sighs) I got two 11s.
0: I mean, that, that doesn't matter. It's just highest, right? Sure. Yeah.
2: So her oh, 11... I guess she just, like, negates everything,
0: and it's a wash either way, right? Yeah, yeah. So she, so she wipes out your 11s. She has one net success over you, um, uh, because uh, her explosion... Oh, sure. Right, right, right. So, so her 11 wipes out the rest of your board. She's got one on you. Uh, so she leans in, and she goes... Oh, You are a clever man. You are a clever man, and you are good with words. What exactly happened? How is it that Miguel fell prey to that marshal? three of you at his side. I would have thought maybe Pax or Kinsey could have done something. Use your skill at words, Roland, and paint me a picture of what exactly went down in Wilberton. She uh, uh, orders another drink, takes a shot, sets it down. She goes, you're walking off the boat.
2: For some time now, you have operated as if you are invincible. You take anything you want, you go anywhere you please, you show your face to everyone, announce your names everywhere you go. Everyone in the garden knows your face. Everyone in the Badlands knows your face and your name. You cannot operate here without people finding you. And you would be an idiot to think that eventually that can't catch up with you. You don't strike me as an idiot, Rosa. But Rufus does.
0: <laughs>
3: what? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, this feels like another manipulate roll. It does. <laughs> uh, so roll that up. We'll resolve that in a second. Um, <laughs> up, yeah, up, in the, uh, up in the room with Pax, you're listening into Sierra and Cho
1: not ready for this are any of us i'm (laughs) really
0: um you you are listening through the window you can hear sierra and cho's voices uh uh coming out of the window you left open in your and cho's room um and uh yeah you hear sierra going And then, because that stagecoach lady was acting skittish, I end up getting the third degree from Rufus, as if I somehow tipped her off. Even though I saw, with my own eyes, that snake, Roland, talking to her multiple times in different disguises. And now, Rufus sends Rosa to babysit me and Maddie on this heist like we're new blood? You hear Cho say, I'll admit I'm surprised he sent her.
3: Shit.
0: I'm telling you, Cho, we can't trust these three drifters. They're up to something, playing mind games. We stopped by Miguel's body on the way here. I told Maddie to take a look at his wounds. He said something seemed strange. Strange? Strange how? Well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. He said something about the shrapnel seeming weird, uh, discoloration, strange patterns, stuff, stuff like that. Now, my point is, these drifters are trouble. Something's Mm -hmm. off about Miguel's death. And what, they got you hiding away so you can't keep an eye on them while they run around town doing doing who knows what? Uh, You hear, like, a chair uh, move, and you hear, like, someone sitting down. I don't know, Sierra. They've had every opportunity to run. What do they have to gain by sticking around to muck up our plans? It doesn't matter what the angle is. Maybe they lost someone in the caravan we hit. It ain't like we're hurting for enemies these days. Hell, maybe someone clo- we killed someone close to them a year ago and now they're here wanting revenge. Or maybe they're after the map, same as us. It doesn't add up. You said that marshal and Wilburton recognized Miguel. But what are the chances of a marshal and a sheriff showing up at the docks early in the morning armed and looking for a fight? My guess... They were tipped off that Miguel would be in town that day. And you hear uh, uh, Cho kind of sigh and go, Sierra, you're reaching me. Maybe they weren't ready to go all in at the beginning when Rufus sent him into Stag's Cross, and that's why they were acting strange then. But they could have left Miguel for dead outside Moorbank. Why save him from the yucky just to stick a marshal on him down the river? You weren't there in Wilberton, Sierra. They had Miguel's back till the end. Hell, McCharlotte was sling a leg at the lead at the marshal during the getaway, same as Miguel. There's like a slight pause, and Sierra goes, "I'm telling you, Cho, there's something off about all of this." And Cho says, "Listen, if Rufus actually does trust them, so do I. And if he don't, then he has a plan." So if you want to keep an eye on the drifters, be my guest. But I'm going to focus on getting these weapons. Because if we don't, there ain't no way Rufus can convince a marshal that his mama's in enough danger for him to tell us where he's hiding the map. <sighs> Fine. But if they're leading us into some sort of a trap, that means they've got family it. And if that's the case, we're up the creek without a paddle, Joe. Hell, if that's your worry, you ought to be glad that Rufus sent Rosa with you. There's a slight pause, and Sierra goes, I suppose that's true. Anyways, how's the grub here? I'm starving. You wrote all night. And Cho goes, it's all right. If you want, I can make McCharlotte get it for you. He's, he's super scared of me. <laughs> uh, and they chatted a little bit at that point. Uh, about not you guys.
1: Okay.
0: Uh you continue listening in?
1: Uh... Yeah. Okay. Cut yeah, back. I
0: mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What were you going to say? I
1: was just going to say, you know... Um, Maybe not so, like, eagerly, like, out the window, like, ugh, and, like, maybe, like, just, like, the window's open, I'm here, their window's open, and they're there, whatever. Me cute. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. So now you're passively listening. Yeah. All right, Roland, what'd you get on your Manipulate there? It's a, it's a
2: good roll, but it's not a great roll, and I don't have any grit to do anything with it.
3: No. Uh.
2: My, my high is an 11.
0: Oh, but you're the aggressor this time. Because <laughs> you flipped it around and now you're, you're slinging lies at her. Uh, oh, uninvited. Jesus. So you actually, uh, she also rolled an 11 for her high. And uh, yeah, so how many? It's how just many the Netflix? one. It's the one. Okay. Uh, that's fantastic.
3: <laughs> Damn.
0: Uh, so the last thing you said oh yeah Rufus she stares at you for a second Roland and goes you don't know what you're talking about oh I I don't
2: right so you figure that Marshall's gonna give up whatever information is that he has that you want because you've come so close already and there's you just gotta push him over the edge, right? And um, surely you've planned something big and no one could foresee that it's a trap and send a literal army to retrieve their lost marshal. Think about these things, Rosa.
0: You don't know strike me as a man familiar with conflict. You strike me as a man who skirts around the outside find in safety where he can.
2: You misunderstand what I do and who I am, Miss Valantes.
0: Do I? Well, then enlighten me. From what I understand, you got queasy when Rufus took out Parkhurst.
2: Yeah. Because I don't particularly enjoy murder. But what I do is is find I find ways to succeed that mean I can keep continuing to succeed. Sometimes that brings me into conflict. Sometimes that goes around conflict. But do you know what it always does? Gets me what I want. Rufus is a blunt instrument wielding a scalpel. You're the scalpel. Anyone can see that.
0: I appreciate the vote of confidence. But let's change subject here to your recent traveling companions. Kinsey and Pax? How well do you think you know them?
2: Given my set of skills, quite well.
0: And you trust them? Yes. So we move against the the family tonight. And you're telling me you're willing to put your life in their hands? Absolutely. She like, like reads every inch of your face as you say that. And I assume sees truth. (laughs) Uh,
2: It's a facsimile of truth that's so well constructed as to be uh, indistinguishable from the real thing.
0: I mean, (laughs) I assume you trust them with your lives. (laughs) With your life.
2: I don't have a choice. Ego, I do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she goes, All right. All right another drink? Sure. And then uh, another round shows up in front of you. And uh, she holds up a glass and she says to the dead man's game. Long may we reign.
3: Clink. She drinks it. I, I I think throughout that conversation at some point patience was rewarded, right?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I think, I mean. I think Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it feels like patience was rewarded like three times so far this session. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a that's an XP for everyone. He's always <laughs> so patient in the face of a tense situation. Alright,
2: Tommy. This is I promise the most metagame thing I will ever do, and it's not that bad.
0: No, I think I know what you're going for. Say it. Have I talked
2: <laughs> someone out of conflict with me? <laughs>
0: Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> I can relax now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were going for and I will, I, I'll, I'll point this out so you can get an extra grit. Uh, you absolutely pushed your luck, despite a clear and present chance of failure. <laughs> Great. If you still have that advancement trigger, you for sure get that XP.
2: Tommy, I will
0: never give up that trigger so long <laughs> as the dead man's gang is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you came at Rosa doubting Rufus. That's nuts.
2: <laughs> you got to play offense in the grift. It's the only way
0: to come out <laughs> of luck. That's how lockers. you got the tie there. That's how you were definitely the aggressor in that. <laughs> it wasn't like the both of you try. it wasn't even like a, like a no aggressor situation where the both of you were trying to kind of like figure it out. It's like, you clearly took the aggressor uh, position when you made that lie. That's or not lie, but that uh, assertion that's, that's great. Uh, so yeah, you get a grip for n- knocking two XP. Um, Is anyone else while we're talking about XP?
1: Yeah, someone was threatened with violence. It wasn't outright, but I think we all understand the amount of violence that we've been threatened with.
0: Man, if you could only see my nose. Yeah, no, you're fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> and That's an, an, XP. <laughs> and uh, an open hi- uh, an open fight was avoided through underhanded means, lying.
0: Yep, Roland just avoided an open fight with Rosa, hands down. Okay. Cool. In that way, was a predator evaded? Yeah, Rosa.
3: <laughs> was the predator. Man, yeah. I'm so glad I changed that trigger. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. That's a great trigger.
3: Yeah, and then uh, also, I think I showed y'all how to survive in the wild by bringing the wild with me over our entire like, past yeah. week of travels.
0: That's an XP there. And don't <laughs> forget, Kinsey, you get uh, Grit for knocking two of your XPs. Yep, yep, yep. Well done, guys. That was great. Uh, all right, so uh, Sierra leaves Cho's room, uh, looks around, and says, Oi! To you, Kenzie. No.
3: Uh, uh, yes, what? Hello.
0: Cho says she wants more food.
3: Oh, uh, sure. Uh, I think they still have goulash left over from yesterday, if you'd like it.
0: Try something better. She's feeling picky today, and then she walks back into the room. Right. Uh, I suppose I'll
3: walk up to the bar then and uh, talk to the bartender. Yep. Um. Uh, so, do you have a new special today? or
0: Something, perhaps, more fancier? I suppose. I mean, we got we got some tenders. We could have some tendies.
3: <laughs> what kind of dipping sauce would those come with? standard standard sauce and tendies that's sounds quite delightful can i get the two two plates of that please
0: <laughs> first thing <laughs> <laughs> he like sticks them in like a like uh you know like a hydrator like a quick bake thing is like it lights up for like two seconds then he opens it up and they're steaming and he hands them over to you and uh peels off the top of some, like, you know, reddish-brown-looking uh, dipping sauce.
3: <laughs> yes, uh, and uh, I'll... Uh, could I buy a couple of uh, drinks for those two over there, I say, indicating... Uh, uh, Roland and... Uh, and, uh, C- and Sorry, I missed Sierra. What's her
0: name? Rosa.
3: Rosa, yeah, thank you. Ro- Roland and Rosa.
0: Sure thing. That and the food? Me about a spur. I'll toss him my, my last courage to spare. He catches it. Much obliged. Yeah, cheers. He hands two more drinks over to Rosa and um, uh, Roland. And uh, Rosa shoots her, sets it down, and goes, All right, like I said, remove tonight. So rest up, make whatever preparations. I'll be knocking on your door. We'll be ready. And then she walks off to her room. Pax, Sierra, and Cho are just laughing at Kinsey. As uh, as Kinsey does, I assume, deliver the food.
3: Tendies and standard sauce. You know, the the, the, the <laughs> delight of the house, I'm told.
0: Cho, Cho goes, that's it?
3: Well...
0: Well, you said you wanted
3: something fancy. Oh, that's it. Yes, that's, that's it.
0: I suppose we'll make do with our own drinks, but I ain't pleased to be eating these without refreshment. Uh, my
3: apologies. I, I, I spent my last spur buying a drink for Rosa.
0: And Sierra uh, goes, Cho, it's all right. We'll make do. I brought a flask with me. Uh, and Cho's like, I don't know, Kinsey, this is quite a disappointment. And Sarah goes, no, 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 Cho, it's fine. Kinsey, thank you. And, like, <laughs> takes, uh, takes the plates, shuts the door, and, uh, uh packs, you hear them laughing.
1: <laughs> as soon as they just, like, break down into, like, super mean girl mode, I'm not interested anymore. So, uh, yeah, I'll just, um, not steal anything from this room. And
0: leave. <laughs> <laughs> not steal oh. anything from your from your traveling companions. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Oh, hello, hello, Paxton. Thanks for dropping by.
3: I suppose. Oh. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go
1: downstairs. Are you Are you coming or no? You're not coming so, downstairs.
3: Well, I thought I'd get some sleep before the uh, you know the heist. Well, uh, sure. should I? I could. I no, know. you yes? could. Can... No. I can. I'm gonna get some sleep. Okay,
1: okay. that sounds good.
3: All good right. Good night. <laughs> got some you know readings practiced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's really nice.
3: Uh, yes, I know. I thought I'd try it out.
1: Oh, sure. I'll steal you. I'll, I'll steal you a book if you want from I'd like appreciate that.
3: So This yeah. is awfully dreadful. Okay, it's sure. Dreadfully awful. I, yeah. Uh,
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. No worries. Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, no. I'll, yeah, I'll see if I can't find you like a primer.
3: I like it. Okay. Good night, Pax. Thank you.
0: Night Thank night.
1: you. I'm going to go find the school and steal a primer from
0: the school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, as you get down to the, the floor of the bar, you see Roland looking a little, just a little bit shaken. Uh... Uh, at the end of the bar,
1: uh, I walk over to him. Um, hey, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go on a walk slash errand. Walk
2: sounds
0: great.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. The two of you head out on the town towards the school.
2: Thanks. <laughs>
1: uh i'll wait until we're like a respectable distance away and uh i'll have us like double back a couple of times to make sure sierra's not following us because she's like annoying that way and then uh and then uh we will head towards the school
0: okay
1: okay um but once we're like a reasonable distance and i'm pretty sure that uh that um, we're not being followed, that um, I'll um, break into conversation.
0: Sure, if you're trying to keep an eye out for anyone following you, you can roll an observe test.
2: Okay. Same.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I got two hits in the very low.
1: What's
2: I your
1: have highest? Two. Oh, wow. That is very low. <laughs>
2: yeah. I also have one in case it comes up.
1: <laughs> um, I have a nine high.
0: Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the two of you walk for a little bit, keeping an eye over your shoulder, zigzagging a little bit. You don't feel like you're being followed.
1: Um, once I feel like we're, we're sure... Um, as sure as we can be, I'll be like, "What
2: happened?" Um. I. Uh, I insinuated that perhaps Rosa should be in charge of the dead man's gang.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Um. I kind of. I. You know. I. Was. Backed into a corner verbally it's, it's sort of a personal fear I don't want to die shot in a bar um, <laughs> uh, And she, she was dissatisfied with, um, with my explanation of why Miguel is dead um, So I turned it around on her And I blamed Rufus
1: Okay um what it what is it about? I mean, she wasn't even there. how what is it that makes her like feel suspicious about us or his death? Uh
2: we're uh, it's a combination of things, I think really. We're new. Um, none of their number have ever been killed before. I suspect all of them feel unjustifiably invincible um yeah it's really just those two things i think um you know the marshal from a different territory showing up and all of all uh, you know several things conspiring to um to put her on edge and she is quite an edge
1: um okay
2: I think she trusts us enough to steal these guns. Okay. Uh, But beyond that, I don't know how much, and I don't relish the idea of driving back to rendezvous with the gang with her. I don't imagine, I'm pretty sure they'll shoot me before we get back if that's the case
1: shoot you why I, I don't uh, if they if they die
2: if anything goes wrong and any of them survive well that's not true if anything goes wrong and Rosa survives I expect I'm first to be shot oh well,
1: I won't I won't let that happen
2: I I really appreciate that Uh, But uh, I I suspect I've got the target on my back. They they don't believe that you or Kinsey possess the, the verbal skill to put them into the position they're in.
1: Well, I mean, all you'd have to do is, all I'd have to do is tell the truth.
2: Sure, but then they'd shoot you, and I can't. Like, listen, I'd do what I can, but I can't actually stop that from happening. If they yeah. decide to kill you.
1: Sure. <laughs> but without you, Kinsey and I are just a dead man's king. I know. So I'm not going to let it happen. Don't worry about it. Hold on. I just got to go in here really quick.
2: Sure, I'll keep watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you pop in the school. I'm not going to make you roll for it. You steal a book from the children. (laughs) Oh, are you...
2: you, I'm sorry, I never asked. Are you learning to read as well?
1: Oh, no. Uh, This is for Kinsey. He told me he was learning to read. So I thought, like, you know kids are also learning to read sure and and he said something about like the book he was reading being really terrible so I figured he could the heat of the
2: twin moons is a fantastic book
0: (laughs) god damn it Dan take another grip (laughs) 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 could be so many things oh my god
3: (laughs)
2: No, not for anything it does intentionally, but it's a great book nonetheless
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well
2: I I found out Kinsey uh, didn't know how to read I thought it best to be able to signal him non-verbally should it arise in the future as a situation, so I started, you know, teaching him to read Yeah Well,
1: here, you can here, take this book. I got it. You can share, I guess.
2: No, I, I know how to read.
1: No, I know that. I mean, like, you can share because you're teaching him, and oh, there's like exercises uh, and stuff. And when you go to school, you like.
2: Oh no! Uh, I listen. I know how to construct a lesson plan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is a very kind and sweet gift.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this okay, let's just um so
2: sorry, I'm on edge.
3: <laughs>
1: it's okay. Um okay, so we are I'm gonna should I go should I go like spring the springy plants Now? What? Well, you no. said if, if any of them survive then and and any of them, you know, don't survive then then like if only partially survive, then then we're going to get shot. So like we should help them succeed? more? Um No. I
2: think Listen. This is the only time I'm ever going to say this, and it's only because it has lined up perfectly that this happens to be the right advice. It's almost never the right play, Pax. I think we should stick to the plan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So the evening comes, unless anyone has anything they get into. A knock uh, uh, echoes on Roland and Kinsey's door. This is late at night. It's like one in the morning. Uh, There's a a rapping knock on your door.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll get up and answer the door.
0: Rose is sitting there. She's got a thumb uh, over her gun belt just behind one of her guns. And she goes, outside, five minutes. We'll be there. And then uh, uh, packs, same happens on your door. Cho opens up the door, and she goes, we're moving. Let's go.
1: Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll actually go over to Roland and Kinsey's, and, and I'll grab, like, a, a pack, uh, a thing out of my pack, I'll bring it over. Uh,
0: yeah. And as uh, you go, you see uh, Maddie and Sierra's door open up, and like they, they like start walking out. Maddie's got a uh, not a huge pack on his back, but like a sizable backpack on his back.
1: Um, and I'll knock on the door. Um, Roland.
2: Uh, yeah. What's up?
1: Um, did you want my spare armor?
2: Wait, you got? Is it maybe?
3: It's, I don't know.
1: It's like medium armor. It, it's, it's like that. It's like heavier than what you ha- wear usually, but I, I don't know. You like your clothes? But yeah, like, but I also like, like, like living. That's kind of what I was thinking. Did you? Yeah, know? I mean,
2: we're we're about the
0: same size.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a
0: little taller and a little more muscular than you, but you know, straps are straps, right? I'm pretty tall. <laughs> they, got pretty, they got some notches.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I got. Listen, I I done some tailoring in my day. I can make this work.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. You can wear Pax's armor. You can wear uh, medium armor. Are there any modifications on that armor, Pax? No,
1: this is bog standard, like average armor, <laughs> medium armor, like.
0: Okay, so not even not even excellent quality.
1: Uh, nope, it's just, like, uh, it's medium armor 2, mark 2. Okay.
0: So, uh,
2: yeah. So I get about halfway into putting it on, and, um, mine,
0: oh, mine yeah. is better. <laughs> Do you, yeah. you also wear medium armor? Uh, y- yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, then yeah, yours is better.
1: Oh, okay, never mind. I thought, weird, why did you wear it before?
0: I didn't. I don't oh, it. no,
1: it was busted, right? Yours was busted. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah that was it. Yeah. I remember okay. I was I got near beaten to death by uh skunk Cape.
1: Yeah, that's it. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, good times. What a what a pleasant event that was. Yeah.
2: That sucked, Kinsey.
3: Well <laughs> <laughs> for pretty much everybody, yeah. you go look on the bright side of things, don't you, Roland? Uh yeah, cool.
2: Six arms coming in my face. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, so
1: I'll just put this back in my pack if, in case we need it for later. I don't know. Uh, okay. yeah. well, Skunking so might
0: show up, you
3: never
0: know. So you gear up. You head out into the front of the saloon. Uh, and yeah. Uh, Rosa is waiting there. Um, Cho and Sierra are already there. Uh, and like, you know, Maddie is walking with you guys, basically. Um, I guess it's the other way around. Maddie's already there. Sierra's kind of walking with you. Uh and uh they're all geared up and ready. Uh Rose's got her two guns, she looks basically how she did before. Uh Sierra's uh uh wearing her armor nice and strapped, she's got her bow and quiver. Um you see that Maddie. Uh oh no, where's Maddie's stats? <gasps> <sighs> he can't be killed. No, <laughs> he's split between two. Sh- he's got yeah. So Maddie's Maddie's got his backpack and strapped on the side of his backpack uh, with like a quick release like uh, strap on it. Uh, he's got a, a medium firearm and you notice a large uh, uh, cylindrical tube sh- like attached to the bottom of it. Um, it's like a, it's like a Winchester with like a an under barrel tube, um, and. Uh, uh, they, uh, look to you and Rosa goes, all right, you know, the entrance to this tunnel, lead the way. Uh,
1: I will. It's my tunnel. I found it.
0: Yeah. As you guys walk through the night, um. Rosa looks to Kinsey and like kind of is like walking right behind kind of slightly like next to Pax and like Kinsey and Roland, you're there. And she goes, those of you that ain't been in a spot of trouble with me, you do as I say when I say it, you'll come out on top. Understood. Got it. Yeah. Understood. Sure. Sure all the booze way. Then uh, uh Maddie goes, "You're the boss, Rosa." <laughs> I ain't talking to you, Maddie. <laughs> yes. She gives you a sharp look at that, Roland. <laughs> uh and yeah, you guys are able to get to the back door of that apartment building that um that Pax broke. And uh you're able to open up the door that leads to the tunnels, and you head downstairs. Um, Rosa isn't... She's basically following one of you, if not more than one of you, so who's in front of Rosa? I it, could be all I you or it could be one of you.
3: I think for sure the other two are going to need to watch me step over, unless they remember pretty well where I buried the things.
0: Okay, so they could be in the back. Okay, so... Uh, Kinsey, you, uh, you're you in the front. Rosa's right behind you, unless the other two want to be up front with Kinsey. Uh,
1: no, I, I'd rather be behind Rosa.
0: Okay. So Rosa and Kinsey are in the front because the tunnel's about two person wide. Uh, you're walking through. Um, and uh, as you guys kind of get to the bottom of the stairs, Rosa puts out a hand to stop you, Kinsey. Turns to the rest of the group and goes, Cho, do your thing. And uh, Cho goes, all right, this might be weird for some of you if you ain't ever experienced it before. Oh, no. Yeah. She, like, closes her eyes, and you see that kind of, like, glowing light move up her neck and, like, uh, like up into her temples, and then it, like, fades away. Yeah, no, and then you doing? hear her voice inside your head. And she goes, testing one, two, three, testing. Cool. Mhm. And then you hear again. A trick. In your bow in your brain, Rosa's voice going, loud and clear, Cho. Loud and clear. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I
3: don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Can't stop thinking. Oh my God.
0: Can't oh my god You so Cho grabs your shoulder like tightly Kinsey and goes and then like looks at you her lips don't move but you hear her in your brain as she goes control your thoughts Charlotte Mm. alright you only have to share what you want to share this way none of us have to talk out loud alright alright you said Thinking about you...
3: nothing. Thinking about nothing.
0: Nothing. And then you hear Maddie's voice in your head going, well, you don't technically have to uh, think about nothing. You just have to sort of, uh, you know, willingly share with the group. So as long as you're not willingly sharing with the group, we shouldn't be able to hear what you're thinking. Sure, that makes sense. He gesticulates about... that way, too. His lips don't move. He's gesticulating that way as he's, like, thinking his words at you.
3: Got it. That sounds great and makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Rosie goes, all right, let's keep moving. And you uh, move down the tunnel. And you keep walking for a little bit floorboards creaking just a little loudly than they seem to have before you know it's much more it just seems quieter things seem to echo a little more there's also more of you there's like seven of you instead of instead of three um and you make it to the end of this tunnel into that kind of t section and as you get there rosa puts her hand up and goes cho which way?" And Cho kind of sits up his and goes, "This'll tap me out, boss."
3: No, you know we already explored. We it's, we, we we know the location. Didn't want you to have to do any extra work. We've we've already uh, scouted out the location. Is this 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 way?
0: Kinsey, go ahead and roll a. Oh no. <laughs> I'll let you do Manipulate or Blend.
3: <laughs> Great, yes. Can we one of those? I'll go with Manipulate. Uh, I'm going to spend six grit to bamboozle. Oh, fuck! Uh, <laughs> I'm
2: going to use a Motivational Speaker to roll Manipulate as an assist on any tests. <laughs> uh, and I, I will say into our telepathic link, um, I mean... Kinsey's right. We did the legwork already. Seems unwise to leave no gas in the tank.
0: All right, so go ahead and roll manipulate to assist. Kinsey, you got you got Rosa at a minus six, and we'll see what uh, what positive you get. Ooh.
2: Go ahead and take a plus four, Kinsey.
0: Woof. All right, I don't need
3: this. That's two successes with a high of 11.
1: Oh, that's not yes. bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah. You're, you're up against an eight.
3: Right, so that's one success then. One okay. net hit.
0: Cool. Uh, so, Rosa and Cho exchange a look. Rosa looks at Roland a little bit longer and then goes alright lead the way McCharlotte
3: I lead them to the right <laughs> stepping casually over where the jump and yucky are sure surely trying to think about nothing at all <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let me roll something for Rosa here because <laughs> she's right there with you. Steps over the area where he set up the jumping yucky, and Rosa is like keeping an eye forward, keeping an eye aside. And uh, she steps onto one of the spots that has a jumping yucky and it sh- shoots out of the ground. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, she steps down and immediately just like up out of the top. It's not as tall as the jumpin' yucky that uh, that hit Miguel. Um, Kenzie, you know this to be because you accelerated its growth. It didn't reach, like, full maturity, but, like, it did, like, reach enough maturity to, to trigger its pollination process. And so it bursts up, splintering the floorboards, slamming into the the, uh, the roof of this hallway with a loud crashing sound. And Rosa goes flying sideways, Uh, let me just go ahead and mark some stuff here real quick. Oh,
3: uh, that was a a trap being
0: used. Yeah. Utilized successfully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's an XP for everybody. Um, as she kind of flies up and slams into the wall, kind of spinning off of the side of the jumping yucky as she does, landing uh, uh, a little bit forward next to you, Kinsey. Um, uh, Sierra and Cho and um, Maddie are, like, shocked. And then um, there's, like, a moment of silence as, like, Rosa lays on the ground. She, like, writhes a little bit in pain uh lets out like a coughing like uh grunt and then cho immediately knocks an arrow and pulls back her bow and aims it at you Z and goes i fucking knew it i knew it you telling me jumping yucky just the the family's just planting jumping yucky down here are you kidding me cho rosa what did i tell you these drifters are up to something And Maddie is, like, looking to the back, being like, we should be ready, and they could have heard that. And Cho's like, Sierra, Sierra, it could be, it could they're just native to this area, and Cho's like, nope, no, Rose, give me the order, I'll take it right between his eyes, you know I don't miss. And Rose is just riding on the ground, she has a, there's a few seconds before she has a chance to, like, say anything.
1: Uh, well, I'm, uh,
2: I think all of us maybe have differing plans for about
3: to enact
1: okay um i i will as i've become accustomed to pause for just a second to see if roland says something
2: (laughs) i do say something uh telepathically i will say trust us or not if you start a fight right now the family will kill all of us
0: But yeah, Roland, go ahead and roll a Manipulate against Rosa. Um, we'll put it at a minus two just because, you know, a Jumping Yucky almost did Miguel in. So there's like kind of that like, you know, ah, oh, it must be related type thing, which it is, but not in the way that some might think. <laughs> Uh, You're up against a nine.
2: Uh, I there's there's no great expenditure that saves this roll. Uh, I have no net hits over a nine.
3: I think Kinsey.
2: My highest is an eight. So maybe she only rolled the one nine, and she'll hesitate long enough for our backup to come and kill them.
0: No. (laughs) Uh, Kinsey, what do you do?
3: Kinsey's going to shoot Rosa.
0: You're going to shoot Rosa?
3: That seems like the best course of action.
0: Not the one who's pointing a bow at you, but Rosa. No, it's
3: just a bow. I'll be fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Rosa's on the ground. She looks up at you, and then as she's pulling herself up off the ground, Kinsey just, uh, what is it, your sidearm or your rifle that you sleep? It's going to be the side, um, yes, but it's filled with whole point ammo, so... So you you draw your weapon as Rosa's kind of getting up, like, leaning against the wall, and she's not looking at you, and as she looks up, you already have the gun out, and her hands drop fast as lightning to her guns, but not before you can pull the trigger. Excellent. Excellent. <clears throat> are up against a 14 yeah there's no way uh so you draw your pistol her hands drop down but like as if in that split second as her hands go down she realizes she's not gonna beat you to the draw she leaps to the side and you have to like kind of like swing your arm to try and keep up with her and your burst shoots off a little wide as she kind of throws herself down and at that moment, uh, Sierra lets go of her arrow, and Kinsey, I will need you to roll a dodge test against that. Sure. And then, I believe, we'll jump into initiative. No. <laughs> against 11. yeah, can't beat that. What's your highest, though? Highest is an 8... Well, yes, it's an 8. Okay, that matters. It takes away one of her uh, net hits that could be counted. Yes. Uh, so you take 12 damage with 6 armor piercing. Right. Uh, don't forget to reduce your toughness from that damage.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so the arrow uh, lets loose, but you kind of, like, you move right beforehand, so instead of her, like, shooting you directly in, like, the head, she hits you clean, like, in the shoulder as you kind of dart to where Rosa was uh, after missing her with your shot. You get hit in the shoulder, you kind of spin out a little bit, and yeah, uh, I believe, um... ooh, you know what? Yeah, I guess let's roll initiative, let's figure out what the initiative is, and then that's where we're going to end the session.
1: What? Damn
0: it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fine. So the
3: the armor piercing doesn't go to the armor points at all, right?
0: Right. Armor piercing, yes. out of the damage that's left over after your toughness, the armor piercing goes directly to your hit points. Right. And then whatever remains goes to your armor. You can also take an injury if you don't want to take the damage. You can negate all of the damage by taking an injury. Uh, It would be a class 2 injury for 12 damage, unless your toughness is high enough to push it down to a class 1 injury. Right, I mean, it puts me down to 2 hit points. Okay, well, what's your your armor's toughness?
3: Oh, 1. So
0: it's for sure a class two, yeah, it's for sure a class two injury. But you could take a class two injury if you don't want to take the hit point damage.
3: Look at this class two injury. Yeah, I think I will. I am going to take it. Okay,
0: you take no damage, your armor is unharmed, but you do have to roll a d20 and compare it to that class two injury chart and tell me what you got.
3: Exhausted.
0: Cool. Yeah. So uh what what does that do, mechanically? It's
3: minus one to, to the target number of all your tests.
0: Okay, cool. So you're just at a blank a blanket minus one. Um as basically the arrow it splinters against a hard point of your armor, um, but the force of it like sends a shockwave into you. And basically like the the knowledge that Rosa Valantes is still enough shakes you to your core or is still alive, mm-hmm. uh, shakes you to mm-hmm. your core. You you stumble up against this wall. That hit from that arrow, like, bruises you. And you know Rose is to the right. That woman with her bow is to your left. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and you just kind of feel this, like, this, like, wave of exhaustion over you. Like, am I going to, after all of this, am I going to die to the Dead Man's Gang? <laughs> and that's just going to give you a minus one as you realize uh, you you might be in over your head. Um, Right, yes, casually Um, Uh, yeah So, uh, everyone roll your initiative and let me know what you got I have many initiatives here
2: Um, I do have a quick question Yeah Did we get grit for surviving a dangerous situation when the backup first rolled into town and they didn't kill us? Yeah Yeah Great I spend full Grit to Cowboy Up.
0: Yeah, you're all you can all have a Grit uh, from uh, because when Rosa showed up, you were all in danger. Oh. And you survived. So you Cowboy Up, uh, which means you will go at the top of the initiative, but you still have an initiative score. Which is which, five. Which limits how many turns you can have. So Roland is first. Roland at five. Um, and then... Uh, Pax, what did you get? Uh, nine. Okay. And
3: Kinsey? I've forgotten again. Do you roll half the static initiative or do you roll the static initiative?
0: You roll the static initiative.
3: Thank you. Jesus Christ. I'll never remember it. So
0: that's six. All right. So with everyone's initiative rolled, um, uh, there's that moment as that arrow lets loose. Kinsey is alive. Rosa is alive. They're both stumbling from the exchange of, of gunfire and arrow fire. Uh, and Maddie's eyes go wide as he starts reaching for his gun. And Cho is just shocked. And that's where we'll end this session.